now tuned in to Crypto for Planners. All financial advisors are welcome to Crypto for Planners. Crypto for Planners. So Adam, I'm glad we could finally get to podcast. We jump to today's topic. I believe you just got back from Denver. You went to an actual crypto conference, and I think a lot of us are jealous that we haven't been able to make one yet. So uh, what what conference was it that you went to? Yeah, it was great to actually see people in real life and see that some of these people that we've been interacting with for over a year via Zoom, via Twitter, wherever else, uh, are real people. Uh, it's very odd to see what people's actual height is. I think that's the most surprising thing is you kind of recognize faces. You don't always recognize height. Uh, but the conference was in Denver, so we got to be outside quite a bit. It was called MCON. And it was a conference that's all about DAOs. So you and I, Steve, are talking on the Planner DAO podcast. And the the conference was all about DAOs by one of the groups called Meta Cartel, which was one of one of the early DAOs or decentralized organizations in the crypto world. They they kind of put it on. And we really for a few days, a bunch of people got together and talked about what this new version of collaborative communities is like now and what it's going to be like. How are we able to better collaborate like we do here in PlannerDAO? And what, what types of extra value is that going to give us? What kind of tools are we going to use? We had to talk about the tools we use for communication, the tools we use for things like token distribution. We talked about token economics. So a lot of it did get into to DeFi and crypto stuff, but a lot of it just got into being humans and what it's like to be able to interact with each other and, and form this kind of collaboration around an idea or a thesis or uh, some sort of unifying thoughts or, or unifying goals uh, and, and collaborate and coordinate regardless of whether we're in the same city or we have a distributed team all over the country, all over the world. And that's quite a bit of what we discussed. So some of it was theoretical, some of it was philosophical, some of it was here's what's happening now, here's what's happened in the past, here's what will happen in the future. And then some of it was technical, talking about tools and talking about crypto and talking about token economics. Um, but the best part was just getting to, to see people in person, meet up and, and actually have those real conversations. That's that's really cool. And there's a lot there for us to uh, unpack in different podcast episodes as we move on. Uh, most people listening, I have been to too many financial advisor conferences, but no crypto conferences. So how are how is it different from maybe the uh, the old uh, mutual times ago? Uh, this one in particular was very different. Now, I've been to a lot of crypto conferences that are not very much different from any of the financial advisor conferences we've been to where. You have a set agenda, you show up early, you have your breakfast and coffee, you go sit in a chair and listen to a speaker, and about an hour and a half in, you get bored and you go out in the lobby and start talking to people, which is what I've done at just about every financial advisor conference I've ever been to, is I spend a good hour and a half to two hours in actual meetings, and the rest of the time is spent out in the, the hallway talking to people. Um, this conference was a little bit different in that one, there was no cost. It was all funded by sponsors. It was all funded by uh, staking. We had to stake some tokens to go. Um, and the, the fact that they actually allowed and planned for more conversational time and planned for more time to just hang out. Everything ended every day by two. Um, we the More of the talks were not PowerPoint presentations, they weren't slideshows, they weren't even really, they didn't seem at all rehearsed or planned. It was more of two people on the stage having a conversation with each other that the rest of us got to listen in on. 
no one was a like professional reporter. There were no professional journalists. And that was just this particular conference. Again, I've been to others that are very much like any other financial advisory conference you've ever been to. They just happen to be talking about crypto stuff. This one was just very different. That's that's really cool. That's really cool. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Maybe a good one to to reenter places. At some uh, let's the topic. So, uh, Adam, it it figures that in crypto we would have our first big success, but it's so complicated we can't really tell anybody about it. <laughs> so uh, today, let's at least try to lay some groundwork so we can bring more people in on the excitement that's going on. Um, the overview here is that what Adam and I did through a protocol called Nexus Mutual that provides insurance coverage directly on chain. Our grant passed uh, unanimously, uh, you know, 14,000, 140,000, whatever the number is, votes none. And we're really excited about it. It's called the Pfizer DeFi Toolkit. And Adam, why don't you give everybody a brief overview of what we're trying to do? Okay, so what we're trying to do, our our goal is to build a, a system or, or build this toolkit, which is essentially a series of checklist education and tools that advisors can use so that they can help their clients get directly into, as we call it, DeFi, directly into what we call a non-custodial wallet, which means a, you know, a, a wallet, a crypto wallet that is not owned by a, an exchange. It's not owned by a, a financial services company of any kind. It's one that, that is what originally crypto was meant to do, which was you custody your own assets. You hold on to your own assets. And so we're trying to build a system that will allow financial advisors in a compliant way, that's really important, in a compliant and insured way that they can go and put their clients directly into a DeFi wallet and advise them. And in doing that, we have to, of course, get legal opinions. We have to talk to lawyers and, and make sure that what we're doing uh, fits within the realm of regulation, fits within the realm of the, of the laws of the country, um, securities laws, the laws of FINRA, all of those things. And we're going to hand it right to the advisors. And then, you know, then we have to give them sample agreements. We have to give them um, sample uh, wording that they can send to the SEC or the state. We have to talk. We, we, of course, have to educate them on how to open a wallet, how to help their clients, how to set it up safely. Here are the protocols you can use. Uh, and then the, the best part, I think, is we're actually giving them insurance on top of that so they can get E&O insurance that they can purchase. Right. And I'll let you talk about that, Steve, because I know that that's your that, that's really your excitement about all this as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a good summary. Um, you know, everyone's about clients and everybody knows there's uncertain uncertainty and confusion. And uh, a lot of that is just that the dots haven't been connected. So sure, there's some unknowns, but at the same time, a lot of this just just needs to be connected. It just needs somebody to say, no, no, this is how the custody rule matches up. And this is how authorization matches up. And so what we're trying to do is hire the legal expertise necessary to so advisors know exactly what they can and can't do. And once that's done, then we think it's just a matter of the insurance that would be the only thing holding up clients from bring. I'm sorry, advisors from bringing their clients directly into DeFi. So that has two components. And Adam, I'll let you talk about it. I'll jump back to the second one. So the first one is protocol coverage for the crypto itself. So the protocol coverage is really important in this case because um, I'm sure there are plenty of people listening who don't understand what we say, what we're talking about when we say protocols. But a protocol in the decentralized finance world can be a lending protocol. So you don't necessarily have companies; you have these protocols, which is code 
that is out there on a blockchain that allows me to, for instance, deposit some of my cryptocurrency and earn some interest or essentially lend out my cryptocurrency and earn some interest on it. And that is all done through a protocol or through, you know, algorithms through code that's on the on a blockchain. Um, the, and of course, the problem with that is for, from a normal, a, a typical perspective is those protocols in the past sometimes have been exploited or hacked. If there's a little exploit, if there's a little bit of code that isn't quite right and someone can get there and get in there and exploit it, they can take money out of the protocol. And if that's my money, if I have contributed there and the protocol gets hacked, then I lose my money. So what Nexus Mutual has done and, and what we are uh, going to be offering to those that take on the the financial advisor, the DeFi toolkit is they can get coverage through Nexus Mutual that basically says, if this protocol that I have my money in gets hacked or gets exploited and the money gets taken out, there is a, of course, a claims process. And if if that's approved, then I get my money back. The money that I lost, I get back. And that's really important because that takes away a huge piece of the technical risk that most advisors and most clients see when going straight into crypto or straight into DeFi in a non-custodial wallet. A big portion is this technical risk. How do I know that this code is safe? How do I know the protocol is safe? And what we're saying is, we feel like most of the ones we're going to put in front of you have been audited and, and, and are safe. But but just in case, we're going to make sure that you get this insurance coverage that says if it gets hacked, if it gets exploited, you get made whole. And that's really important. And it's a very important part of decentralized finance. It is. So that, that you explain that well. So that goes along with kind of how we talked about this journey. So uh, we give an advisor the tools, we give them the legal documents, say, let's go. First thing I have to do is convince my clients. Well, that's what you just described, which is, hey, this is insured through failure, whatever might happen. But great. What if it all goes as planned, but I've got a flaky client that changes their mind uh, and I get into the same kind of same kind of not happens in the business. How am I protected? Because my E&O policy won't allow me to do this, won't cover crypto. And that's the second part of this, which is a group uh, errors and omissions insurance policy for advisors. So we're also working with Nexus to provide a group E&O policy to members of the planner DAO, where uh, we have a standard professional services definition. So if a planner follows the guidelines in the toolkit, right? If you wander outside in some crypto farming, it's not in the toolkit, you're going to be on your own. But if you use the tools that we researched, that we provide and use the check for is wrong, you will be covered for a flaky client, somebody who changes their mind, somebody who files a formal complaint, that will all be covered under the group ENO. So uh, the details, um, that's what I'll be doing for the next three months, I think. But we're gonna come up with something that's very, very valuable. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it because because a lot of what we talked about, Steve, real quickly in here was we talk about the the risks, whether they're perceived or actual, with uh, one in investors investing in crypto and, and directly in decentralized finance, and then two advisors actually helping those clients. And if we can um, take some of those risks off the table through the use of insurance, then we've you know, taking away a tremendous amount of barrier to entry and a tremendous barrier that advisors and clients have and investors have. And, and if we can help do that, we can have more uh, adoption. And that's not just something that we want because we're really into it. It's something that we want because we feel like decentralized finance is really important. We feel like it's a very important ecosystem and infrastructure 
um, that the that the country needs and that the world needs. And we want to be the ones to uh, help bring that and, and make it a little simpler and quite honestly, a little safer and, and make people feel a little bit better about going down that road. Yeah, great point. I mean, the objective here at the end of the day is to give the clients as much control over their money as possible and as much access to it as possible while keeping them into safe ways to manage it. And so uh, that's why DeFi has so much potential, but there's so much there. There's still some things that are unsafe. So if we can get a nice, uh, safe path for people to control their money, cut out the middleman, realize the true yield and the true interest rates that are out there and not have three or four middle in their returns, that, that's really what we're trying to accomplish. So uh, we're, ve we're very excited. We're going to get started on it here shortly. Um, and Adam, any, any thoughts up here? Uh, sure. I, I'm, again, we're, we're just really excited that we got this started. We got it, um, the, the first grant funded by a company that's as renowned in the DeFi world and, and as uh, Nexus Mutual and someone, Hugh Carp, who's the founder, who's uh, thinking steps and steps and steps ahead. And it, it's just kind of an honor to be doing this. Of course, now we have a lot of work to do. We have to actually get it out there, get it done and get some advisors using it. And that'll be a few months. But this was a big start and honestly, a huge vote of confidence from the crypto and DeFi community that they're behind us and they're behind this initiative to get financial advisors to be able to help clients directly in DeFi. Totally fun to have that validation and, and to have such big hitters behind us now has been a really exciting part of the journey. So if you want to keep up to date on doing with the Financial Advisor Toolkit and hear our progress and see what we're doing and really give us feedback too about what you want to see out of it, that's all being done over at the Planner DAO. Have it go to DAO.io and join the community and tell us what tools you need. So uh, thanks for joining Adam and I and we'll be with you soon.